Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. I have all his books, retired, inspired, everyday millionaire. Actually, we did a whole town hall around that because I need people to be not just healthy, but wealthy and wise. And I want everyone to be able to uh, retire inspired. And so let me welcome uh, to the show, back to the show, our brother uh, in in finance, the one and only Mr. Chris Hogan. Aaron Hunter. Oh, the voice. Oh, it's been a minute since we've been on here. Okay. All 2020 right. is behind us. It's yes. time to move forward. I'm not mad. We're heading into March. It's March 4th. That's uh, right. Tell me, tell me, how have you, how have you been? How have you been COVIDing? You, 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 know, you, let me just say you're a man that has, and, and people look at you cause you're super wealthy and you're, you know, you're super energetic and passionate about people's finances, but you're a man that has gone through some things and, you know, and, and are, and are going through things, but you don't talk about them. You never talk about them. And I was like, Chris Hogan never talks about the stuff that's happening in his life. And I love you, but I, I, you know, at the same, not, but, and and there's something admirable about that, that you always come in with the message of giving and you never, you never unburden yourself with what you're going through. Well, it's one of those things, Karen, where life has happening to everybody. I mean, it, it is a matter of, of what you decide to do with it. You know, uh, walking through different things in life, challenges with my boys, challenges in relationships, dealing with family, overcoming stuff. And for me, it's it's a matter of me making a decision about the direction that I'm going and the direction that I want to go in. Uh, you know, I tell people all the time, it's the tagline on my show, I'm focused and not finished. And what I mean by that is I'm focused on pushing forward. I'm not finished. God's not done with me yet. He's still trying to get me to be the man he designed me to be. And I want to become that man. And that means I've got to knock off some stuff, let go of some stuff, and I got to pick up the right stuff to move me in the right direction. All right. Well, I hear you. Uh, so everybody's good? I mean, I mean hanging everybody's in there. good. Okay. I mean, hanging in there. I mean, you know, the kids, they've dealt with the challenges of having to be homeschooling uh, or, or doing virtual learning and then going back and the school schedule being adjusted and changed. You know, I've had to deal with pivots. You know me. I love traveling around the country, talking to people. I love seeing the people. Right now, I'm seeing the Zoom Okay, this is what I'm doing. Zoom has become my life, Zoom and Skype. So, I, you know, I'm missing the faces. I'm missing the interaction with people. Um, and so I'm ready for us to get back to normal um, or get back to better. I don't even want to say normal because normal wasn't where we needed to be anyway. But I want to get back to better and for us to be able to, to get out, see people, encourage them, uh, train them in their money, train them in their leadership and really be a source of encouragement. I love it. Chris Hogan, chrishogan360.com, chrishogan360 on the Twitters. So a third of Americans are planning to raid their retirement savings to make ends meet because folks are really uh, going through it. And I'm grateful that uh, at least this president has, you know, kept the moratorium on, on, uh, you know, mortgages, not, you know, people not having to pay their mortgages and rent because that was going really send people for a tailspin i think if they if he didn't yes. continue that but people are i'm seeing the lines for food there this there's there's a a underlying story there's a tale of two cities going on right now there's some mm. folks that are thriving but i think that's a very small percentage and there's a lot of people suffering and they're not they're doing what chris hogan would do not talk about it too much and just bearing it but um what what advice do you have for someone who has worked their lives 15, 20 years, they have a healthy retirement and they find themselves confronted with this hardship. 
Well, first and foremost, you know, I take a deep breath and my heart goes out to them because uh, this is real. Uh, this is talking about people trying to put food on the table. Uh, at one point, we had 54 million people dealing with unemployment, uh, job losses. And so it's hard for people to really envision their financial future when they're right now is jacked up. And so looking at that, that's the first thing I do. Um, I don't try to just jump off into prescribing what the people need to do. I try to hear it and feel it. What does that feel like? Uh, and if you've gone through challenges and you've gone through tough times, first thing you need to do is to be able to acknowledge what that feels like. Um, and I think that humanizes people, regardless of your color, regardless of your, your, your background or education level. This is a human being that's going through a tough spot. So what do you do? Well, the first thing I know to do is to get prayerful. Uh, and that is to be able to have clarity on understanding, all right, what am I supposed to be learning in the middle of this? Now, I'm not saying you can immediately go there in the middle of the lesson or the trial and the tribulation, because it sucks. Okay, it's tough. It hurts. And so what you're trying to do is to figure out what do I got to do? And I think for the people that are walking through that, the first thing you have to do is prioritize what's important. And by that meaning, there's some stuff out there that we worry about that we ain't got time for. I'm not worried about people's opinions. They're like yesterday's. Everybody's got them. I'm worried about my focus and what it is I've got to do. So I'd encourage people to prioritize and understand what's necessary and what's unnecessary. The unnecessary stuff, we got to be grown up enough to kick that to the curb. Got to let that stuff go. And so financially, I'm talking about being able to take care of the four walls. That's your housing. That's your utilities, that's your food and transportation to make sure you can get around. So the subscriptions, uh, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the iPad wonder or whatever a heck other kind of technology that's out there, that ain't necessary. So you got to be able to let go of that stuff. You got to be able to cut that down and be smart about it. You got to start to eat the food in the house, the stuff in the freezer. I mean, you got to eat some creative meals sometimes, ramen noodles with ham juice. If your left arm goes numb, just put it in hot water. It'll be all right. But my point is you got to be able to eat food. We got to be smart. And I think that prioritization is the first step in us being able to get a grip on reality that that um we have such a superficial existence here in, in yes. this country america is the 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 queen of superficiality that how it looks you know we we are doing things for the gram you know we had a young lady that i'm sure um did the gorilla glue thing and then because she, she was posting a lot because she wanted her hair to look nice you know um it it, it was the 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 facing of, of the people you know, it wasn't something that she would probably do if she was just, pan, you know, in this pandemic by herself, minding her business. How do we overcome the need for acceptance or or to not feel like people are judging us for, you know, the? how do we overcome that? Karen, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I've been going back and I've been studying the psychology stuff for a while. And one of the things humans want is acceptance. Humans want to feel like they belong. Um, what that's saying to me is it's community. I think we can falsely look at that and think it's about likes or, 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 or retweets and all that. No, 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 no. No, community means you're connected to something outside of you. And I think the better we are connected, and that means doing life together, dealing with stuff, talking to people, and being real, the better off we're going to be. One of the best things I saw throughout 2020, it was people saying, listen, I can't get to the beauty salon or I can't get to the hairdresser. I'm going to let this gray come on in. 
Now, you know I'm natural anyway, girl. Look at this in the beard. Those of you watching Karen Hunter, you, you can see it. But I, I've been letting it in. And I think what that is is coming to peace with who we are, where we are, and more importantly, whose we are. Now, I say the whose we are because it depends on where you stand in faith. Uh, I am a Christian, uh, and I'm a Christian in process because that means I'm not perfect, but I'm going to get up and try every day. But it's that mindset of being able to, to, to feel like you like yourself. And I think we got to be careful. Uh, John Wooden, one of the coaches at UCLA, uh, one of the winningest coaches of all time in college basketball, had a quote. And he said, you need to be careful of fame because fame is man-made. Uh, man giveth and man taketh away. And I think we, we don't need to be trying to chase the likes or chase the fame. What we need to do is chase significance, meaning that you matter to somebody somewhere and you're making an impact with them. So I think it's a matter of us making some decisions. And the people that I'm talking to, 2020 growed a lot of people up. <laughs> I know that's not grammatically correct, but you hear me. It caused some people to wake up and start to really look at what really matters. Uh, people are looking at their careers differently. They're looking at their jobs differently in their living situations. And I'm hearing people making some drastic changes, which is that's what adults have to do. You got to make some changes. You go, you know what? No, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. I'm going to stay focused on what matters to me. And I think in this day and age, the better we get clear on who we are and what we're about and what really matters, I think the better off we'll be in the long run. 866-801-8255. If you want to, uh, if you have a money question, this is the man. Uh, he's so practical about how he approaches this. I was just reading about Zillow. Zillow now is offering cash to buy people's homes. They fix them up and then they're going to sell them. They're going to use their platform. They're already a space where you can go to look for houses, but now they're actually going to be buying houses as well. And there are a lot of people, I live in Jersey, who left, I think like 6 million people left California and they left New York and a lot of them went to Texas and then got messed up last week uh, with the Texas thing. But uh, they're coming to Jersey, a lot of New Yorkers, and folks are are just buying up homes. Is this is this smart? Is this a, is there a new bubble coming? I'm going to tell you this, you know, a lot like dealing with real estate, I think the real this pandemic has created almost like a perfect storm of three factors, Karen. Number 1, pandemic means people are at home more than they've ever been. Right. Couldn't go anywhere else. So you're at home. So now you're looking around and going, okay, well, man, I wish I had this or wish I had that. So you got awareness or desire. The next factor is, is home prices, right? The interest rates are ridiculously low. And so people are hearing this. And then you have now the inventory issue because people are buying up or making these moves really quickly. Now, I do think there's a potential bubble there because you've got all of this activity happening what's what I call not a lot of long-term thinking, meaning people are doing what feels good, not necessarily what is good for their financial future. I'm hearing of people making bids on homes, Karen, and therefore going the home inspections. Like, like they, they're saying, I, you know, I'm not even, you don't even have to do it. I want the house anyway. And I'm reading stories of people finding black mold in the walls, people that are finding birds infected and infested in the, in the basement or the, the, the attic, uh, a lot of these things. And I'm going, people slow down. A home is the largest monetary decision you're going to make. You don't need to be, you know, skipping inspections and cutting corners. You need to be clear. And so I think 
think what we'll have is a lot of flurry of activity, but just like we had in 08 and 09 in the real estate market, where we had people dealing with short sales or being underwater, which means they owed more on the home than what it was worth. This is a situation we could end up revisiting if we don't slow down. And I also think, you know, the rashness is as if, well, I mean, Corona may be here forever the way the flu is. We had a doctor in uh, a couple of weeks ago said, you know, we're probably going to be dealing with some version the way we deal with the flu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it won't be a pandemic forever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, in a short span of time, maybe the next six months to a year, things are going to open back up. Folks are going to can't wait to get out of their houses. <laughs> it's like I'm going everywhere but yes. my house. And there's going to be a complete flip on that. Right. And so uh, for those of you who are listening, have futuristic vision. What's it going to look like a year from now? What's it going to look like a year from now? And then what moves can be made financially a year from now that would benefit you? You know, we have to start planning ahead. I think, you know, I was telling someone yesterday about the 10,000 year plan that the Chinese have. Uh, That's hard to fight. We, We plan four years to four years, two years to two years. Some of us don't plan at all. How do you how do you win when you don't have the vision and the foresight to look beyond your current condition? You can't. I mean, I, I don't know anybody. Listen, we just had the Super Bowl not long ago, right? And you get out there and them boys is raising up the trophy and high-fiving and having a good time. You don't think they didn't start training and planning to compete in all the games throughout that entire season to put themselves in position. If I had a word for the day with you, Karen Hunter, and I know your people are serious and they're plugged in and they're intentional, positioning is the word I'd say. Because we've got to put ourselves in a position to be able to capitalize on our opportunities. Like if your position stays the same year after year, then you're in the position to do exactly what you've been doing, right? And that's the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So what we have to do is position ourselves and and put ourselves in a position to win. But I want people to expect to win, act like you plan to win, and then sacrifice for the win. And that sacrifice calls get for giving up some stuff, being intentional and planning. I'm going to tell you, last year, you've heard me talk about emergency fund for all the years we've been together. And 2020, if, if there was every year that validated what I've been saying, it was that year that you need some money set aside. And I know you've challenged your, your people to, to have money put away and to get $10,000 saved up. If there was every year that validated the need to have money stocked up, ready to protect you. It was last year. So let's guess what? Karen, in America, we get amnesia. Okay. We get amnesia. We will forget after about 30 or 60 days. And then we'll say it came back. It happened again. So I want people to be prepared by having money stocked away to be able to protect you and your family when life happens, because life is going to happen. We just need to be ready. And I think now is the best time to do it while we're in this crisis. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.